Welcome to Real Talk Podcast. I am Valerie Malone, Life Coach, Motivational Speaker. Real Talk Podcast is aimed to empower you to grow, learn, and create a life you love on your own terms. In this podcast, we bring experts worldwide to talk about their experience around health, relationship, career, and money mindset. In each episode, experts share their success stories and provide strategies, tools, and techniques you can apply in your life to solve in a specific issue that you may be facing. Be sure to subscribe, like, and leave a comment so more wonderful people like you can listen to this podcast. Today, my special guest is Suzanne. Suzanne is a Chinese metaphysics master, which is essentially an umbrella term for all things. Feng Shui... Chinese astrology, Chinese date selection, and spiritual Kimen Denje. As only non-Asian master of this kind, her approach to these science is naturally quite a bit different and she attempts to bring a very modern twist to these ancient science. Together with a bit of a reality check, rather than the typical fortune telling and the new age fluff, that most people mistaking as Chinese metaphysics. As a former business and management consultant, she also incorporated quite a bit of her coaching and consulting in her client session, which is quite uncommon. Hi, Suzanne. Uh, thank you so much for being here with us. Now, you are a um, Chinese physicist right? You practice Chinese physics. I know if I'm going to say this right or wrong. I have a introduction for you, but first of all, welcome. Second of all, can you tell us what is this Chinese uh, physicist and how do you, what is that? Because I, you told me that before, but I'm sure pre, uh, the listener is going to be like, what is it and how did you get into this? Yes. Well, first of all, hi, Valerie. I'm really happy to be on the podcast. And I got to make a small correction. I'm not a physicist. I wished I was. Okay. <laughs> I'm, a okay. meta- I'm a metaphysics practitioner. So that's a big, big difference. I'm a Chinese metaphysics wow. master. Yes, not a physicist. I, yeah, there you go. I'm glad you said that because this is what <laughs> I'm talking about when I read stuff and I read it as it is. And, and that's what we do, you know, we don't understand the right. and all that. It's a little bit of uh, difference. I'm so fascinated because me and you, we spoke before and you told me what it is. So that's why I have you in this podcast and I think it's so fascinating. So tell us in your own language what that is. Yes, I'm happy to explain. So Chinese metaphysics is in essence the umbrella term for disciplines like uh, Chinese medicine, traditional Chinese herbal medicine, Uh, feng shui, Chinese astrology, Chinese date selection, uh, spiritual timendunjia, face reading, Chinese style palmistry. So all of these kind of 
disciplines are grouped under the umbrella term of Chinese metaphysics. It's kind of like saying, I'm going to a doctor. The doctor, that's kind of like the umbrella term, right? But then there's like eye doctors, there's GPs, okay. you know. So it's an umbrella term for various disciplines within the same realm. Oh, wow. That's, and you are one of uh, people that are not Chinese, right? <laughs> yes. Tell us a little yes. bit about that because I know you told me that. <laughs> yes, I, I mean, usually, obviously, because it's Chinese metaphysics, usually you would think it, uh, Feng Shui Master is an old Chinese guy, right? So I don't quite fit that stereotype because firstly, I'm not Chinese, then I'm a woman and I'm not that old yet. Uh, at least I like to tell myself that. So I'm, I'm one of the very, very few, um, if not the only one at the moment who um, practices four of those disciplines on a master level. Wow. Uh, so now, what actually inspired you to pursue this path? Since, since you're saying that you are the woman and you are not, I know you're not old enough to have that much of a wisdom to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, I, you know, it's, it's, it's very weird. I had, uh, from a very, very young age, I had a sort of a, an affinity for China. Um, it started, I think, at the age of three when I sort of, you know, started drawing Chinese people, even though I was growing up in a village somewhere in South Germany. So it was very weird. And I was always kind of drawn to Chinese culture, to China. I always want to be close to China, live in China. And um, eventually I did move to China, but did not immediately uh, go into Chinese metaphysics. I used to work there as a uh, business and management consultant helping foreign companies set themselves up in China. But um, the, 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 that part of Chinese culture that had to do with feng shui and astrology and all of that, that really always fascinated me. And eventually I started dabbling a little bit in it. You know, you, you Google stuff and then, you know, um, the interest grew. And so I started to take courses with a uh, grandmaster in Malaysia. So he's, his, his name is Dato Joey Yap. He's a grandmaster of Chinese metaphysics. And I started taking courses with him. I traveled a lot to Malaysia to, to learn directly from him. And then ultimately uh, what made me um, choose Chinese metaphysics as a profession, as a full-time career was, um, you know, a turning point in my life that wasn't very pleasant. I was at a crossroads. Um, things really didn't go very well. And um, I had the choice to either go back into business and management consulting or do something that I'm actually passionate about. And so that's how I ended up now as a full-time Chinese metaphysics practitioner. Wow. Now, is... is um... I know that you said you went through something um, difficult and it was kind of like a, a, a road, like a, you know, crossroad for you. Um, now in this uh, podcast, I bring a lot of experts that are like, um, um, talk about what's, you know, how they left their cooperative job and how they choose their passion to uh, pursue their passion. And, and it's really hard, especially for some people that are have, you know, the kids and they have partner and paying their bills and everything. I recently had somebody, a woman that was, you know, she's a single mother and she was like, you know, working uh, all this time. And then all of a sudden she went to, so 
you 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 wanted to leave the corporate job and pursue this passion or just a personal something that you went through that you said you know what no you know what i'm just life is too short i'm gonna pursue my passion well it was more the latter um i had um I had spent practically most of my life in Asia and uh, then at some point my then partner and I um, moved back to Europe, which didn't work at all for me. It was just completely, uh, it, it went against every fiber of my body. Plus, um, so I didn't just lose the, the culture that I loved and was familiar with, but I also lost my job in the prospect process because we moved to Europe because of uh, his career. And so I was, I ended up in Spain with nothing to do. I had literally within a month or so I had lost absolutely everything. And there was no more, uh, I wouldn't say there was no more will to live, but I didn't quite know what I was living for because I had just lost everything and there was nothing there that I was passionate about. And so basically from day one, uh, of arriving there, I worked on getting out of there. <laughs> and um, I thought about how I would do that. And obviously it was very, very painful as well because I loved my partner, but I just couldn't live there. I took my Chinese metaphysics studies then much, much more seriously and went into this full steam. And then with those, with feng shui, with Chinese astrology and all of these disciplines, suddenly things started to make sense again. But um, I then, well, eventually I moved back to Asia, unfortunately, without my partner, but that's just how it goes, right? Sometimes you just have to give up something you love to get something that you love. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that with us because um, so it, it was some point in your life, you lost your job, you lost your partner, you had to move from a country that you grew up to another country, um, even though you love China and you, you know, you love wanted to be there, but it's difficult, you know, when we start our life again and the difficult, I mean, some of us go through that and God knows I've been through that uh, myself a couple of times and I'm, I'm glad that you share your story because a lot of people that are listening right now, um, especially after pandemic and after all this stuff happening, you know, a lot of people are changing careers or a lot of people are like, uh, they reflect on themselves and said to themselves, you know what, this is not the life that I wanted. Like you said, I just in every fiber of my body, I do not like what I do. I wanted to change it. So that's why I bring a, an amazing person like yourself to share your story so they could be encouraged and say, you know what, even though it was hard, but you're here, you did it. And, and that's amazing um, what you do. So um, my question to you is that, like, I know, what is the difference between what you do and kind of, is it, is it kind of like a spirituality that they have to get into the spirituality, understand that, or just com something completely different? Because I know um, my listener is going to ask me that question. Um, well, I mean, automatically, when you go into Chinese metaphysics, you do, uh, you do get more into spirit spirituality. Um, there is not so much in feng shui, there's not that big of a um, spiritual aspect to it. Date selection is also not necessarily um, based in spirituality. But when it comes to Baza astrology and then also Tim and Dunzia, especially the spiritual Tim and Dunzia, there's a lot of um, aspects where 
you know, you start to ask yourself, why am I here? Why am I doing what I'm doing? Why am I supposed to go through all of this shit that I'm going through right now? And uh, very often the answers don't lie in the here and now, they lie somewhere out there. And so that does definitely have a spiritual aspect that you start to connect to um, much stronger. The kind of like a mind, body and soul kind of get connected first before you. Yes. Yeah. You don't okay. need it for everything. Um, but, you know, for, let's say, uh, for Balta astrology, it helps if you have a good sense of uh, that there's some higher power out there because you can't predict everything, right? There's always an aspect of, uh, we call it luck. Yeah, whatever the universe decides, no matter what the chart says, right? There's always something that you cannot explain. And then uh, in spiritual semen, which has to do with manifestation, definitely you connect with the universe on a spiritual level or on whatever level you, you know, whatever helps you explain it. If it's spiritual, if it's a religious experience, it's entirely up to you. There are no set rules in that sense. Yeah, it's not... We don't tell people you have to be spiritual in order to uh, make feng shui or astrology work for you. It's entirely up to you, um, whether you're spiritual or not. The disciplines believe in you. Yeah, whether you believe in them is a, it doesn't matter. Uh, okay. And you mentioned that uh, uh, omen dunja. I hope I'm saying this right. What is Timen that? Yeah, Timen dunja. So Timon Dunzia is a, um, well, it has many, many applications, but the one that is probably most relevant to the listeners is what we call spiritual Timon. It is a discipline, it's a practice, a meditation practice, wherein you can tap into particular energies that are all around us at specific dates and times or during a particular year can help you move forward or can make, help you heal from trauma. This, I would say, is, is really something that um, has, has changed the way that I look at life because that has really made a big, big impact on, on uh, my life goals and my outlook on life in general. Um, now, I don't want to make a mistake saying that, but is it safe to say that what you just said, uh, this is more like a discipline of or what, when to do what? It's like a, like a timetable, right? The, the time of the year, uh, the time of the month, and all of that, it kind of goes with your energy. It's something like that, right? Um, certain aspects of it, yes. So what you're describing is the perfect description of Chinese date selection. Okay. Chinese date selection is okay. not the same as Timon Dunzia. Timon Dunzia, again, there are many, many subcategories of Timon Dunzia. The one I'm talking about has to do with manifestation and meditation. So um, we are all surrounded by energies and the energies change on an annual basis, well, even on an hourly basis. And if we want to heal from trauma, if we want to have a wish fulfilled, we can tap into those energies around us by merely orientating our back or the, the back of our heads towards a particular direction. Certain days and times are better, but you can generally do that whenever, yeah? So um, it's not the same as date selection. Date selection is used to choose uh, a marriage date or a business opening or things like that. So it, it has nothing to do with spirituality. 
Oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, so now I, I'm so fascinated by what you do. I really am because I'm trying to understand <laughs> it. And I read a lot about it before you uh, we were coming in because for me, it's like a, I kind of had an idea, but very fascinated. Now I'm going to emphasize that on a little bit and a little bit, a little bit more. Meditation and manifestation. So um, let's just say I'm going to give an example to the listeners, so maybe that okay, they can understand it. I know that uh, meditation and, and, and manifestation is a self-explanatory, the people that do meditate and, uh, and, and they want to manifest something, which means that it's on the future. Now, you said that uh, some people that have in the past that they're stuck in a certain thing, a time of their life, like uh, as a child, you know, if they have a, a child trauma or as a teenager or even as, a, as, a, as an adult, you know, like a going to that and something that is kind of like that bad energy is kind of stuck with them and they no matter what they do it doesn't come up is this help the future uh in the past or both at the same time once you're kind of like have your intention of uh targeting what is you trying to accomplish well you can do all of that yeah it depends what you want to do there are certain practices that are done to heal past trauma there are certain practices that you can do to just achieve inner peace right here and now, especially, you know, in, in the current circumstances where there's a lot of anxiety and stress and, you know, people are just really fearful. So you can just achieve inner peace right here, right now, or you can uh, have like a long vision and visualize more in the long term. So it really depends on what is needed and in order to um, personalize this, we usually look at the person's destiny chart. So a Timon Dunzia destiny chart, where we can determine uh, which type of energy is present in which direction for this particular person, because it's not the same for everyone. All right. Right. So um, when we look at these charts, then we can say, okay, well, look, if you need to achieve um, if you just need to work on a on a positive vision on on becoming a bit more hopeful and have more faith then this is the direction you need to use for meditation and manifestation because there's a lot of people who they meditate they try to manifest and nothing ever happens very often this is because they are not even though the intention is there they are there uh, mentally and physically with the intention of manifesting something but they still lack that piece where they need to align themselves with the energies that they are actually really truly connected to in the universe. And once you establish that connection, it's like a Wi-Fi router. Yeah, if you're out of range, uh, no matter how great your Wi-Fi, nothing will happen. So you need to actually get into range to make things happen. Well, that's a good example of uh, the Wi-Fi. Yes, you can, you can try and try that thing is keep going. Um, yeah, and I'm glad that you mentioned that. Yes, you 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 go with the intention of manifesting, and sometimes even happens, but it goes away. You know, you manifest something for a little short amount of time, but it goes away. But you saying that not just only sit down and meditate and manifest, but also the energy kind of has to be uh, a level uh, with your energy of what is there one. So now, before I go to the next question, I I just want to ask you, why do some people don't have that energy aligned with the with the manifestation? Because I know I heard a lot of people talking about it, but what makes them? Is it is it because of their belief? Is it because of their lack of confidence? W what is there that they cannot align that energy, even though they know what they want? And you know, I think there are there are many different reasons for that. 
your mind, your soul, your heart, your body needs to believe that this is possible in every fiber of your body. You need to know that it is possible. And if, if, you know, if you want to achieve a certain goal, if you have a particular wish that you want to manifest, but that little voice in your head tells you constantly, it's not possible, it's not possible, then no matter how many times you try to manifest that wish, it's not going to happen because you are not fully in alignment. And then there are other people who just say, well, I can't, I can't meditate. Yeah, I can't, I just, there's constant distractions or I always have voices in my head, thoughts that disturb me, that, that prevent me from relaxing. Um, so there's many, many different reasons for why people uh, think it doesn't work for them. People who are very, very religious are then not open to meditation because it, they feel like it may violate their religion or whatever their religion stipulates, when in effect, these kind of things are not really attached to any religion. It's, it's, it's a spiritual practice. You can also just say it's a prayer. Whoever you want to pray to, it doesn't really matter. Oh, wow. Yes, 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 yes. Because that's, that's the important part. Uh, whether you're just your faith people, person, or, you know, or you believe in God or whatever, this has nothing to do with it. Just as long as you believe within yourself that I believe myself, I can accomplish this. And, and my practice, I want, when I talk to my client and I got to say a lot of people that are coming in and their, their, um, obstacle in life is mostly themselves. It's not even anybody else. It's us, us. We self-sabotage ourselves, right? I'm it's always yet. us. It's always us, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's easy. So for me, it was like easy to blame other people for the longest time. I did that. But like you said, it's, it's us and that little voice in your head stopping you from like, okay, you know what? You're really worth it. It's okay. You can get this. And that's the hardest thing to overcome. And that is your Wi-Fi that you can connect kind of your energy with the universe because universe is so much bigger than what we think and it can give us so much better. And as, uh, as, uh, and this part, I wanted to say something I watch, I watch uh, there was a show that I watch and Oprah, I don't know if you, you know, who we obviously do know. And he, she was talking yes, about that and she's, yeah. And she, she was saying something about like, you know, if you have a belief the size of a mustard seed for, to, to, to whatever you believe in yourself, the size of a mustard seed and mustard seed is very, very, for those listeners that know it's very small. If you can believe in yourself that much, you can accomplish anything. And that's what you're trying to say that, you know, just because you're not getting it, it's not because it's not true. It's just that you have to align yourself, sit down, do your meditation, do your work, believe in yourself and all of that, what you teach them to kind of like cleanse themselves, which brings me to my next question. So now I know that you said it before, um, in today's society, a lot of people, there's a lot of negativity going on, a lot of stress going on, a lot of uncertainty going on. And this is why I want you to come in this podcast today because you're the perfect person. Give us some tips, like how can people pass this and, and be a little bit more positive and cope with anxiety and stress and all of that? What people can do um, in terms of spiritual team and dunzia this year in particular so this is this does not apply every year but this year and that i'm talking about the chinese year which ends february 3rd 2022 so from now on until february 3rd 2022 you can practice this method that i am uh, going to describe now so there are actually two energies that are extremely helpful right now 
to help people go through the crisis, the situation we're going through right now, where there's a lot of uncertainty, there has been a lot of loss, a lot of trauma, and we all feel very, very vulnerable. So there are two energies that you can use for that. The first energy is called the chief. Yeah, so like the big boss energy, and that energy can be used to increase your uh, level of protection. It can um, <clears throat> strengthen your aura. So it has any, everything that needs to be protected, that needs to, um, that needs to be strengthened, that your mental health, <clears throat> physical health, emotional health, doesn't matter. If you need protection, if you to prevail from getting sick, getting harmed in any way, you can use the chief energy. And the chief this year resides in the east. And I will explain uh, in a little while how to actually use this. The second energy that is um, equally as powerful is called the nine earth energy. And the nine earth energy doesn't have so much to do with protection and prevention. It has to do with healing, with recovery, with rejuvenation, and also most importantly right now for a lot of people who have loved, uh, lost loved ones, it's, uh, it can help you remove trauma and heal. So the nine earth energy is, can give you back optimism once you've lost all faith. Uh, faith in life, faith in family, faith in whatever is out there in the universe. Yeah, the moment, uh, the moment you have faith again, fear will disappear. And this is what nine earth can help you with. It's, it also helps to heal the heart chakra and can um, build up trust again after a betrayal. So those are the two energies that uh, you can use. The nine earth energy resides in the south this year. So the chief in the east for protection and prevention and nine earth in the south for healing, recovery and removal of trauma. So the way we're using this is very simple. So we practice what we call in Simendunzia sage mode, but this is essentially just a different word for alpha state. And it's very simple to achieve even for absolute beginners. So you just go somewhere in your home, in your office, or even outside in a park. It doesn't matter. Just somewhere where you're at peace, where you're uninterrupted for, let's say, 10 to 15 minutes and where you feel comfortable. And if you want to use the chief energy, you make sure that the back of your head, yeah, your Wi-Fi antenna is aligned with the east. So you check the mobile phone compass. It's very simple. Just open the compass app, check where's the east. Make sure that the back of your head is towards the east. If you want nine earth, you do exactly the same, but towards the south. So again, somewhere quiet and you sit with the back of your head towards the south. And once you're in that position, you uh, take three deep breaths. And then you count slowly but surely from 64 down to zero. One count, one breath. And really focus on the counting. And for those who are very familiar with meditation, they probably don't need that. But for beginners, this is really helpful to just kind of calm you down. If you skip a number, you have to start again at 64. Just slowly but surely all the way to zero. Once you're at zero, you take one more deep breath 
and then you mentally see yourself connected to that either the chief energy or the nine earth energy that that energy that you need right now and if you're connected to the chief then just imagine and visualize how your field of protection your aura gets bigger and bigger and brighter and stronger and you just sit in this shield of protection and you make a request to the universe like very specific what the universe should protect you from yeah or if you have no specifics you can just ask to be mentally emotionally physically financially and spiritually fully protected and then you just sit in this protection field for 10-15 minutes see what it feels like and then once you feel you're ready you slowly but surely you just come out of that meditation all by yourself make sure that you thank the universe and that's it for the nine earth meditation exactly the same three deep breaths you count from 64 down to zero once you're at zero you imagine yourself connecting to nine earth energy whatever that looks like for you yeah it doesn't matter it could be a color or a vibration anything whatsoever don't overthink it yeah don't question it you're connected and then just um ask the universe for healing uh to remove trauma whatever it is that you feel needs healing and send healing and energy either to a body part or to your heart to your soul whatever it is you want to heal yeah you know best and once you connect to the universe it usually just flows yeah and you just redirect the energy exactly to that part of you whether that be physical mental emotional spirit needs healing and again you sit in this energy for 10-15 minutes until you feel like you're ready and then you slowly come up again and you can do this every day. You can do the chief energy meditation in the morning and the nine earth in the evening every day. Yeah, for, for as much healing as you need, just do it every day and see what it feels like once you do that. And don't forget, once you're coming out of this meditation to actually um, say thank you to the universe. That's important. There, you need to be grateful for the, for the protection or the healing that's been given to you. The more grateful you are, the more you will receive from the universe. So those two are two very simple meditations that everybody can do right now. And I think would help a lot of people to just get through this time that we're in right now that is so troubling. Wow. Wow, I'm mind blown. This is so good. This is so good. Um, let me, I took some notes while you were doing it. So I, I wanted to make sure. Sure. Yeah. So for the chief meditation, uh, you're, uh, you're doing the East, right? Yeah. The back of the east. head. It's always back the, of the back head. of the head. Yeah. Right. Back of the head on the East. Now, um, I missed that part. 64 to zero. You said, uh, count back from 64. Uh, yeah. what was the part that you said one breath? count and take a breath and then count take a breath yeah just one count one breath so 64 oh. 63 two, 62 you know just slowly don't rush it yeah don't say 64 63 62 yeah right. take those 10 15 minutes really take the time to do a slow countdown okay so and then the same goes for the healing on the the healing is on the south Make sure that you compass on your phones the south, back, 
of your body should be towards south because we're yeah. focusing on the back of the head has to be towards south and then do the same thing count from 64 down to zero take one breath between do it slowly and then like you said visualize now the part that you said on the nine earth energy uh visualize anything um can we focus on our breath or should we like focus on like some type of color like a because i know on the chakras we focus on the colors so because some people can can be like sitting and manifesting but at the same time their mind can go away so what do they should focus on to it really doesn't matter whatever you want to focus on ideally you focus on the healing that you're receiving so once you're at zero you mentally intend that you are now connected to this healing energy now this healing energy can come to you in the form of a color any color whatsoever it can come to you in the form of maybe a tingling sensation in your hands or maybe like a little buzzing sound of whatever it's really individual to every person it's very open to inter to your own interpretation whatever you feel comfortable with and and you said the timing you can do this both at the same time you could do it one in the morning one at night time or depend on what do your troubles are the most if you need more healing then practice one for a couple of days and then see some results and then go to the chief one or if you feel like you need more protection like you said start with the chief and then go to the healing so you can yeah. do it either together or you could do it separately absolutely there's no limit you can do each one of them 10 times a day yeah if you had your heart broken and if you just lost all faith in in the opposite sex or in humanity or whatever then just do this as much as you can yeah because it's really important that you get your faith in the future back at the point like this that the betrayal that that happened heals right so just to say yeah do it once for five minutes it probably isn't enough do it as many times as you want it doesn't matter it's really absolutely open to you the time of the day doesn't matter you can do this for two three four months every day you can do it all the way until the chinese year is over yeah until february 3rd um but what i would say is do it at least for a month because if you just do it for two three days you may not see immediate results because it's a completely new thing right just you know it's it's because um it's a relatively new practice for most people and therefore uh you don't want to put too many restrictions as to what they need to imagine what they need to visualize just be in the moment see what happens it's it's free flow yeah just connect the important thing is that you connect how you connect doesn't matter well i'm going to give you an example of this right now that the nine um earth energy i'm going to practice this and my reasoning would be because i just have i just got my menopause and what happened is that as you know when you go through your menopause uh, uh, you get a lot of depression, you know, your body's like kind of like a, you know, in Magumut. And I felt like for a couple of, yeah. like I, I'm, oh yeah, a couple of months, I was really down. And it wasn't because I'm, I'm not like that person because of the chemical imbalance, because the hormone imbalance, it was really throwing me off. So this will kind of like align you back with that and get that heal your body and saying that it's okay to go from one transaction to the next one, because, you know, 
you were getting your period, you were young, you were this, and now you're going to the second stage of your life to kind of like a healing. I'm going to use that for that, but it could be used for any kind of physical pain or emotional pain that you're going through. So I'm going to start with that, but this is amazing. And thank you so much for this tip because I'm sure um, this will go really further to people, especially now they should practice this. And I'm going to emphasize on this on all my channel. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you so much for giving us some tip on how it is to get rid of stress and anxiety. And uh, so to the listeners, how can they find you? you what do you do? Do you do one-on-one? Do you do group coaching? How is your program work? Yes, I do one-on-ones. So I do um, one-on-one Baza astrology readings. I do one-on-one Simon Dunzia um, destiny readings. So if you want to uh, get more information as to which energy is actually directly connected to you and which so-called we call it superpower you have, how you can use it to um, gain more momentum in life. So this would be a team and Dunzia destiny analysis that I do one-on-one. I do practice also remote feng shui audits where I do a walkthrough with the client over Zoom. Yeah, so this can also be done nowadays thanks to technology. So anything I do um, can be done online. It's usually done one-on-one. It's not a group uh, coaching. It's because it's very personal. It's extremely uh, intimate and uh, very often it's very painful for a lot of people. Yeah, you just kind of relive certain things. So it's not, it's never done in a group coaching it's always a personal one, one-on-one. And uh, yeah, so I've got my website at uh, sujungconsulting.com. I do have a YouTube channel as well. And on my YouTube channel, I post videos three times a week with specific dates and times and very specific meditations that you can do aside from the ones that I was just describing. Okay. That, that is great. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to connect um, all your social media. Um, I actually went to your YouTube. That, uh, I highly recommend the listeners to check your YouTube because you do some amazing work on there, and it's absolutely free. So they can get you some uh, – uh, they can start from there. But if you guys are interested in to hiring her personally, I have all the link. I will have it under this uh, episode, and they can reach you. Uh, Suzanne, thank you so much again for being here and giving us some amazing tips. Thank you so much as well. It was really a pleasure. Thank you for giving me the opportunity.